I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back once a motherfucking again. We have episode 17 of Man Bites Pod on deck for you. We're talking about someone's knocking at the door. Um... Talk about dark, huh? Yeah. Anybody anybody want to comment on this before I break it down? <laughs> I mean, this is dark, dude. This is, uh, it's, it, it makes you feel dirty. It, it makes you feel <laughs> fucking dirty, man. <laughs> it's, sure enough. It's a, yeah, it is dirty, skeezy, sleazy, diseased, infectious, certainly. Um, but very creative, very resourceful at the same time, though, definitely. It's almost safe for now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And at the end of the, at the, end of the day, it's almost derivative, but it's still, mm. it's still creative. It's still grimy. And I appreciate this fucking movie. We're talking about someone's knocking at the door. Movie came out in uh, 2009. Um, there's a number of people that are weirdly of note, but I looked mm-hmm. through it again and realized, like, if you if you know this, if you know the who those people are, you've already seen this movie. It's not. Sure. There's no point to bring it up. Um. This movie was made with uh, $820,000. The only reason I bring that up is because that is a drop in the bucket. I mean, bullshit, stupid horror movies that are worse than this movie get made for $1.5 million. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's the only reason I bring it up. This is not a good movie on any level. Let's start there. Um, would you guys like to weigh in on this movie before I break down the synopsis? Uh, uh, I'd like you to break it down, man. Let's break it down because I, I got some things to say about this film, and yeah, I, I want let's let our listeners know what we're going to deal with here first. All right, I'll just say one thing. I'll just say one thing. Sure. It's the bet. It's the for me on Man Bites Pod. I found it to be the best out of the bad but good films that we have covered. It's the one I've liked the most. Yeah, there you go. The vi- the violence is definitely next level. That's for sure. Um, I'm glad you like this on some level. Um, yeah. so we open with a fella named Ray. He's a med student. He's shooting up fucking drugs. Kind of everyone assumes it's heroin. I mean, because if someone's shooting up drugs in a movie, you assume it's fucking heroin. Yeah. Within moments, there's a woman knocking at his door. And he <laughs> get it. Fucking <laughs> bent out of shape about it because he's like, yo, man, get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm high and you're fucking it up. And it is a 
fully nude woman who's not bad looking. I'm, I'll be mm. honest with you. This might be some California shit speaking, but she's fine. She's not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. me, to me. But fucking, she's she's a good looking lady. And she ravages this motherfucker. She jumps on him like, I'm going to fuck you forever. And then eventually says, I'm going to fuck you until you die. Yes. And then moments later, his vision flip flops a couple of times and you see a man with grotesque teeth and Uh grotesque body Uh banging him out. Like yeah. he thinks that he's gonna get banged out by this woman until he dies, but he's high as shit and he's like, that's fine by me. But yeah. now it's a grown ass man fucking him until he dies, and he does die. Um <laughs> that's the opening. <laughs> that's what what is that's, this? That is five minutes. First, that's the that's within five minutes. Yeah. So you yeah. go on to meet, and I'm gonna skip through some shit. You go on to meet. Um, a number of other med school students. Um, every single one of them are jerk offs. Every single one of them you do not root for. They are terrible people. Even the kid that is has got a fucking uh, he's got a stammer. Um, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. You come to find out he's at a party later on uh, and he's uh. he's molesting some girl. Um, mm-hmm. who's passed out yeah and and our man um not ray um you come to find out uh, so once again ray is the one that died uh it mm-hmm. right away in the fucking movie but our man fucking um the other guy who's is it joe joe he fucking comes out he lives in this house where this party's going on and it hits up our guy who's fucking molesting this girl dressed as a clown and says, Hey man, settle down with that shit. I need to tell you about this dream I had about Ray dying. Right. And this entire time you get to know this group of med school students Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who are tripping out, but all of them are fucking doing drugs, supposedly. Reprobates. Absolute reprobates. Reprobates is a proper fucking term. For Um, sure. They end up, I mean, they're doing dope. They're doing dope that they've never, like, honestly, this is a drug that you've never heard of. It's called Talbot. They end up going to um, break into the basement of this spot. And they find uh, reel-to-reel tapes of this murderer and his significant other who fuck people to death. And by this point, you've already seen evidence of Ray was fucked to death, right? So they go through it and they listen to and they hear fucking Dr. Um, uh, Tolstoy, which... Cannot be an accident. <laughs> that fucking name cannot be an accident. They listen to Dr. Tolstoy talking to these motherfuckers at the same time. And all of these people find this bottle of Taldon and they shoot it up. 
All of these students, except for one, one of them doesn't do it. So they go Which on is about their business. They shoot up the fucking drug. They get high as shit. They listen to the tape. And then kind of, I mean, I don't want to give the whole movie away. I don't care if I do, but really what it comes down to is that one by one, they get fucked to death. And the cops get involved <laughs> and they bust <laughs> nice. their balls about it. And at the end of the day, you start to see these worlds meld together. Now, what is used heavily is odd um, electronic sounds. So this movie plays out kind of like a, a synthetic psychedelic horror movie. Not right. like, Perfect. Perfect. Not, not like, not like a, Oh, I, I ain't mushrooms and I'm tripping balls on this motherfucker acting weird. This is a synthetic. I hear electronic sounds level horror movie. And I'm skipping a lot of things because I do want people to watch this. And anybody that's listening to us now knows we give heads up. They're going to watch this at this point. Um, Towards the end of the movie, there, I mean, and there's a, by the way, there's a metric fuck ton of rape and implied rape and mm-hmm. date rape. Like, mm-hmm. it's the main, it's kind of the main part of this. There is no likable characters in this entire fucking movie. No, no. And no, like, not. I mean, since it is such a major factor in it, I would say that, like, instead of my most horrific bit of violence is the the rape that fucking, like, occurs in it that affects me the most is literally the kid with the stutter on the couch because it's the most realistic. And it's, like, this fucked up thing that you may have seen in real life. You know? Mm. I mean, Terry... Mm. um, The Reverend... The Reverend and the Commander... We have both. I, I don't know. Why, I honestly feel bad about keeping with character about this, but you and I have both seen in front of us these things play out, and we've done something about it. Um, it, it it's it's not. A, <laughs> it look they make it look cartoony in this movie, but this shit happens all the fucking time. Um. And I feel like that I can't help but feel like that's part of it. Uh, speaking of that, let's get later on in the movie. Um, I can, you know what? I never pinned down where Homegirl is from. I, I want to say she feels like she's Austrian, but maybe that's me. Speaking oh, the blonde. the blonde, yeah, the blonde. It doesn't really specify in any way. But Homegirl um, is Homegirl is making out with. The dude who is maybe <laughs> arguably the worst person of this group. His name is Sebastian. She's making out with him in the woods in his car. And he's getting a little too heavy, too quick. And she's like, settle out, settle out. And this Bro. goes on for a minute. She tells him to settle down. And finally, he punches her dead in the fucking face, yeah. throws her out of his car yeah. in the middle of the woods. 
Yeah. Missing her phone, missing her purse, and said, take a fucking walk. And locks the door on her and takes off. Yeah, arguably, arguably the biggest piece of shit in this whole movie. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think to soften, to mitigate, because that is that is really like, apart from the rape by strange alien human, like uh, aliens that possess humans and give them giant dongs to fuck people to death, you know, horror aspect of this film are the assault, you know, because that's assault. Yeah. Um, no means no. She's yelling at him. Um, so she he, he punches her in the mouth. On the couch, you know, he's got the, uh, you know, the, the top down feeling, the breasts, even though the guy go, don't do that, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. Him saying that I think was trying to mitigate that a little bit because Joe is generally saying, you know, that's not cool. That's not cool. He does hammer that home. But after the punch in the mouth in the car, leaving her in the woods, she does come back. Just This is just a theory I'm throwing out there. She does come back to apologize by having the strap on on to fuck him in the ass as a way of saying sorry. Do you think now, that's a way just to soften, mitigate those blatant assault scenes, if that makes sense? I, I don't know. I, I Oh, from a filmmaker's point of view? Yeah, probably. I think mm-hmm. that was the intent the entire yeah. time. Okay. But, and okay. I skip I skipped a lot of things here. I, I'm skipping around a lot. Um yes, I agree with you on that. I think it was set up as a way to fuck him to death. Because mm-hmm. that's what this entire movie is. Yeah. Is these are <laughs> and they are and I'm I'm gonna let tell me if you disagree with this. Because I fully believe, after watching this movie three times, and I think I'm done after that, um, they it is a supernatural element that is fucking people to death. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yes, I think so. Because we're talking about, they discover these files about these people in the early 70s that mm. fucked people to death, and then you see it happen in real time. But then, of course, I mean, once again, we we do give people a heads up. This is going to be a big spoiler alert, right? So everyone's fucking getting fucked to death. And then later on, we see it come together where the cop that is a... The cops. (laughs) The cops cops of this film. (laughs) I'm skipping a lot of shit. Um, the two cops are complete cunts and they are obviously caricatures of what cops are Um, yeah and they are harassing these kids wondering why this kid Ray died who's clearly a junkie at the beginning of the movie that's where it starts Um, and they all bully the shit out of each other they're all junkies they're all med school students but they're all pieces of fucking garbage every one of these people are terrible with the exception of meg meg is the one where you're a little ambiguous about her um and end of the day you wind up in this weird um universe where they're saying words that don't go together they're they're saying clear like the cop is yelling clear yeah. While while dealing with Meg, who's in the hospital after she got attacked by the cop partner of his, 
which got fucked in the mouth to death. You know, basically that's that's kind of that's kind of the fucking deal is that these people fuck people to death and the people they get fucked to death become that same type of person and they start right. fucking people to death. Yeah. It's kind of like building an okay. army. Okay, that's that's good. That's that's more links than I more connections than I made. So I but I understand where you're coming from there. Yes, so apart from the whole book ending, which we won't spoil, you know, I think that that is a through line you could give this film. Yeah, in terms sure. of structure. Yeah. So the fat cop that's been harassing and bugging everybody the entire time gets his jaw broken, and he gets in, his entire mouth ruined by this ghost fucker and he dies that way so meg who is the one i mean for for horror purists people that understand the horror uh uh level of how people survive in a horror movie she's mm-hmm. she's the pure one meg the virgin the virgin virgin mary thank you yeah, yeah. and this fucking fat cop chases her down a hallway and she survives. So now we wake up in a hospital room and Justin, who is kind of perceived to be the main character of sorts, is talking to a cop. He's talking to his friend that stutters and he's talking to the girl, Meg, that's in bed and he is it that whole point. I will say that is cinematic brilliance. The rest of this movie's bad, but that part is good. They sure. fucking make it look this motherfucker is yelling. The, the cop that's trying to talk to him about how this man died is yelling out clear out of nowhere. All types of fucking weird shit are going on, and he finally goes, Oh shit. I'm dead. This is over. It, this isn't real. And mm-hmm. he starts mm-hmm. shooting mm-hmm. everybody. Right. And I'm skipping mm-hmm. a lot because I want everybody to watch this movie. But anyway, motherfucker dies. And there you are. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to give it all away. I really don't want to talk about this. That's cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. So, I think people need to see this film, and so I think it's important that we don't give it away completely. And you know, it's it's amazing, but yeah, there is this thoroughfare of the this plot line that they're all fucking each other, but then they all get fucked. Like, and that's how they fucking end up dying. They're all fucking each other over emotionally and like through their friendships and stuff and by introducing them to drugs and such. But the thoroughfare of the fucking film is that this supernatural element comes in and fucks them all to death. Right. And it's in the conclusion of the film as well. Right. I mean, it's one of those things. It turns out that, you know, it's one of those, mm. it was all in mm. his head type of things. But mm. it's actually mm. a pretty brilliant fucking statement. You know what I mean? Like, it's... This is some fucking next level shit. It wasn't executed perfectly. 
but it's pretty brilliant. Yeah, I get right. you. I, I get you. I get you, actually. Yes, the idea was de- definitely there. The execution uh, wasn't. But in terms of um, for the low budget that they uh, had, what they achieved visually was pretty good in terms of the colouring of the film, the lighting, the sound effects when they're going in and out in a dis- disassociative manner of reality and whatever else is going on, um, how you'd have those little high-frequency stabs, audio stabs and that sort of thing. That were, they were pulled off very well very candy coated um psychotropic you know uh, mind state shown well on scene on screen um they definitely wanted to show these people were worthy of getting fucked to death as well which they very much did that's like they make the gang from it's always sunny look like angels look like stand up you know <laughs> people 100 percent. it is like those yeah. old myth- medical comedies, American medical comedies from the 80s, 90s, where you have med students getting up to naughty stuff. Yeah. Um, They'll go talk to the psychologist. The psychologist pulls the breasts out and they have sex on the table, those sort of movies, but a nightmare version of all of those. Yeah. Right. Um, Right. It it did have a history to pull on there. So it wasn't, um, you know, it did have a cinematic frame of reference to it. But the execution overall of the concept is the only thing that really let this film down for me um they never explored properly you know the, the the male and the female who did fuck people to death who were summoned that sort of thing they 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 put in too many things they could have concentrated it down to a more simple effective elements in that sense um but as i say this is i i did enjoy this film i was just like okay that was something i've definitely watched something unique with this film so it is worth watching so yeah, but I'm with you on that. Like the origin story could have been better. Like mm. they just said, all mm. they did mm. was hundred percent. They inserted 1973, and then they show the murders. They go on with the doctor and all that, and then there's no ever. There's never any reason given for why it's supernatural. There's never, which. I don't hate that, but I do at the same time. Like, explain shit, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, got to put in a little bit more effort, a little bit more effort. Um, I don't know if people are actually t- um, taking drugs to make this film. It also has that feel to it. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, um, I, LA, I, so someone at least. <laughs> I certainly, I will say, I, I appreciate the soundscape. I think yes. that yes. what they were on about, like, I feel like they focused on that more than anything else, which might have been the downfall. But mm-hmm. they, like I said, this was a synthetic psychedelia yeah. type of yeah. thing. And that, um, as, that was pulled off well. So that level pulled off really well. Yeah. Right. They're talking about a drug that doesn't exist in the real world. And equating it to heroin but making it synthetic i think they did a good job with that um yeah yeah at the same time there's a ton of plot holes that could have been filled pretty easily pretty easily and still made it a good movie um yeah it's it's fine but i'm not mad i watched this i watched it three fucking times i actually the first time i watched this I was on mushrooms in LA. <laughs> okay. That's why. I, that's why I made you guys watch it. <laughs> I like that, man. I like that, dude. 
No, it's not a perfect film, but like what's really focused on here is the brutality of the violence. And like that's what Tad Chad Farron is fucking known for. He's done it in his other films. You know what else he's done, right? This no. fucking unspeakable from fucking uh the year two thousand. It's a trauma yep. film and it is brutal as fuck, man. I don't I don't know if you noticed, but there is a dude at the at the party. Early on in the movie, there's a guy wearing a toxic mask. I did not notice that, man. Yeah, uh, man. I did notice that one of the officers is this actor, Timothy Muscatel, and he's the guy that plays Barry in Unspeakable, the yep. nurse that, like, yeah, that has some very gross scenes as well. That movie is dirty like this, but it yeah, was probably made for $2,000. You know, yeah, okay. So I think Chad Farron really kind of had like an opportunity to do a bigger film, and like that was a big budget for him. And he gets this great soundscape. He has a lot of good set pieces. He has all these good locations and shit like that. And uh, he really tried to embrace it and do do the best that he could. I like this film. I don't think it's it's not brilliance. It's not Frogtown, but it, it's good. It's really good, you know. I'm with you. Um, no, 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 the, no, no. I'm a hundred percent with you. I think the character relationships were good as well for the group of med students as well, because I'm sure you guys uh, could co-sign this. Um, a group of people who get together and only call themselves friends because they take drugs together. It had that dynamic down, definitely. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they so do. That, that is mean, notable they, as well. Yeah. I mean, they did it on a cartoon level. Like, I feel like. Sure. People, people that do drugs together are more close than those people. You know what I mean? Mm. Like people that do serious drugs. Serious drugs though. Yeah. Way, I mean, that, yeah. Right, they're they're way closer to one another than those people are. But okay, I I get it. That's fine. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So okay, have we broken this down successfully? Yeah, man. Said everything I need to say about this film. Yeah, I think. Favorite bit of violence. Uh, I will go to. I will defer to the Baron first, please. Favorite bit of violence. Um, hmm, no, Reverend, you go first. I need to think a little. That's okay. Oh, all right. All right, man. Um, I think that the most fucked up part is definitely the kid with the stutter and the girl on the couch. It's too real. And that is what fucking Chad Farron really fucking portrays in his films. And even yeah. though everything else is so much more brutal, I don't think it's my favorite but it's the most realistic piece of fucking brutality in it. God damn it. And the fact that his friend is just like, oh, you shouldn't do that without actually doing anything to stop him. And it's just like, yeah, you shouldn't do anything. You you shouldn't be doing that. But it's that uh, laissez-faire attitude or whatever. Okay, yeah. And then uh, the second one, I would say, is the guy getting fucking 
paid no. by like the fucking. Oh, you 14. don't get to make a second one. <laughs> well, that's that, that's like the most brutal part. I gotta say, is no, the fourteen-inch no. fucking pay. You don't get to make a second. Okay, fine. <laughs> you can't, you, yo, man. You can't take away like because that's but you're right. That was brilliant, but you can't take away from the rest of us. Like we all have picks to make. All right, all right, go, go, go. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and say my it, that it was that was a very articulate, yeah, well thought out, yeah, man. and absolutely. I wish I'd have thought of that and said it the way that the Reverend did, but that's why he's the Reverend. This is it. Is this is your wheelhouse, sir? As well, you nailed it with these type of films. Definitely, that, your insights are invaluable. Yeah, that shit broke my heart, and I loved it. Um, but. My bit of violence is the cop's jaw getting broken and him ah. getting face fucked to death. That's it my face. It is a good nice. It is a good I um, will. Sorry, my bad. You. No, no. That that. I mean, a. It's a cop, so he's not a real person. But b. <laughs> that shit was so fucking funny. The way they they portrayed it. It was violent and awful, but it was it was clearly supposed to be kind of funny on some level. Um, I fucking I absolutely loved that. I thought that was fucking brilliant. Nice, nice. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the opening uh, the opening scene, the opening sequence. Oh, uh, phenomenal! Yeah, because it just gets straight into it. Um, yes, we'll reference the title. Knock, knock, knock. I'm going to fuck you to death. Starts awesome. Turns around. Ha ha. Fifteen inches. Five, ten inches wide. <laughs> uh, hideous guy who I believe is Goggle from Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Right. Well we done. The, the rebate. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. As I say, okie dokie, we know what type of film we're watching here. That sets the scene in tone. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, our guy that plays the, uh, the, I can't remember his name, the rapist in this movie, the main rapist, he was actually played a cop in Fight Club. Um, did a good job at it, too. That guy is oh. one of those, he's one of those guys that's that guy from that thing level. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's seen him before, but they can't place his name or which movie he was in. Character actors always get work, man. You know? I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's Great fucking, fan. it's brilliant. But I like that. I like that, Baron. Well done. Thank you. All right, should we get down to Jabba Royale? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm. I, I. I thought about this one. There is very few characters to pick from in this one, and it feels like most of them are main characters. So mm. I broke this down, thought about it. I want to go. Collins, the coroner, versus Doctor Tolstoy. Oh, good. Nice work. Yes, I like that. <laughs> Uh, I will leave it to you, whichever one of you want to jump in first. All right. Toy Stories, like he's a little thicker. All right. He's got some fucking meat on his bones. Yeah. But the coroner's just like 
hey, smell this cum rag. Like, exactly. like it ain't no thing. <laughs> ain't no thing. Ain't no thing for the coroner to fucking smell that cum rag. <laughs> that being said, I still think that Toasty's going to take it because he, he's got to deal with the crazy people all the time. He, he was actually in a fucking psych ward. He, he's not working with dead bodies. He's working with like actual crazy people. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, mad, I'm not mad at that. Baron. I hear what you're saying there, Reverend, but I'm going to flip it to leave it off to the commander. So I'm just going to make it interesting, but I've got a theory. I've got some justification. The coroner, the coroner gets dirty. I mean, you would have seen him be dirty in the film. So he's not afraid to fight dirty, picking up whatever is around him. He'll go for any part of the body. This guy will pull out your sphincter without you knowing it. (laughs) In the blink of an eye with his little vice grips there. Um, So purely that said, I give it to the coroner. Commander, it's up to you to decide. Yes, I, 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 uh, I have thought about this. I mean, this was my pick, so I had time to think. But I have to go the coroner because this man has knowledge of anatomy. And also, it's very clear this man does not value humanity. He does not give a fuck about anything. His coldness, his coldness alone. But I here's the thing, like I, the only reason I say that is because I don't think either one of them are formidable opponents for violence. Nah. If if Agreed. I were to fight either one of these people bare knuckle, I wouldn't worry about I wouldn't worry about fighting them both at one time. I think that it's out of their wheelhouse to be violent, but I do think that the coroner the coroner has less feelings and the coroner is going to fucking carve you up and think about how he feels about it later whereas the psychologist is going to be stuck on how do we feel about this yeah i guess so man he's an evil psychologist though he's what the where you just said that what, no, what he's mean? totally evil, man. He's like doing experiments with fucking unproven drugs on un- involuntary victims. That makes him an evil psychologist. Yeah, but he's not fucking Joseph Goebbels. Like, he's not devoid How of is he not? He's, he's clicking, like electrocuting listen, a guy to death at the end of the movie. If you listen to this fucking things that he's doing, he clearly has some type of feelings. You think Goebbels didn't? No, I don't. All right, there you go. Fair enough. <laughs> Is this a Mothman versus Old Nessie situation? <laughs> oh, that's a whole deal. No. We're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry, being cheeky. I, I, do, I do honestly believe that in a fucking fight, in a fucking fight, <laughs> our, fucking, our, our fucking corner, he wins the shit. A, he's got the tools handy. Psychiatrist, what's he got? What does he got? A fuck clipboard? Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Our man has a fucking scalpel and knows how to use he's gonna carve this man up like a Christmas goose without even thinking about it. 
He knows how to carve up a human body. He's a formidable opponent. All right, then, man. He takes it. Two to one. Thank you. Let me just go. Corona has it. Corona. Fuck you, Dr. Tolstoy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this is not a good movie. I recommend people watch it, but it's not Mm. a good movie. It's bad. But it's unique, though. It leaves, you know, you know, you've watched something. I mean, I I didn't dislike it. I didn't dislike it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it for sure. I'm definitely, I mean, I only want, I would have watched it once and been done with it, but I have a show to produce here with you two gentlemen. And so I watched it two more times, but I'm definitely never watching this again. Yeah, I get that as well. I get that as well, 100%. So Um, if I could start off with the rating, just uh, because it's in my mind. Um, Yeah. If that's right, the commander, sir. Um, yes, but, I get, uh, we've been called out for not rating the last couple, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've got them written down as well to add to the spreadsheet, just so you know that habit is formed. Um, I'm giving it a five because, as you say, it's not a good movie. Um, there's some extreme stuff, so you know what you're going to see before you go in, certainly. But if you do like the extreme stuff and unique filmmaking as well, like Ozploitation on a budget as well, definitely, and come up with something quite original, as this film is. Um, I give it a five out of five. Um, in term, so five, five out of, out of, saying, of five, oh, oh, I five out of ten. ten. You said five, five out of ten. Out of five? I did. Is, I don't know why. Oh, five oh, out of ten. Made, okay, this is a this is a five out of ten. I got it. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Um, in terms of ailment disease, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the my fecal descriptions. And <laughs> this is straight up, I don't know what you call it, blood in the stool. You look back, you go, oh, that's something, but God damn, I need to have that checked out. That's not right. Pure <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and simple. Well, I have to say that if you don't go to the doctor, you never get sick. Um, I am going to go pretty much just on par with you, man, because I I can't put this above Slumber Party Massacre Part 2 because it, it's just not as entertaining. Oh, um, no way. The, the brutality is good in it, and I don't think I would go as high as five if I didn't know that fucking unspeakable was a previous work you know and uh if people want to nerd out and do unspeakable and then this they'll get a good picture of what happens to a director after they've made five or six films and still continue their style it's it's good enough so i'm going number five and i'm gonna go a reoccurring nightmare because that was kind of the premise of the fucking film sure You have a disease you want to attach to it or not? Yeah, a reoccurring nightmare. Oh, okay. I'm going to go 3.6. Because Satan. But honestly, (laughs) this this movie doesn't... this, This movie doesn't deserve 
Four. What did you say? Three, three point six. Yes. Three okay. Sixes. Shit. Three sixes. <laughs> so okay. three point six because hail Satan. But yeah, yeah I get I, you. It's just I'm lower not, than I expected. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not having it from this movie. It's not good. Okay. Um, the I'm not going to get into how the acting is bad or anything like that. It's just that. There is some very derivative elements. Um, and I mean, it's fine. I, I dig it. It's fun. But just like chlamydia, which is what I'm going to throw this at, <laughs> it's, it's easily fucking gotten rid of. You'll remember you had it, but it's over with pretty quick. 3.6 only because of our Lord and Savior Satan. And other than that, yeah. I would have given it yeah. 3.5. I would have given it 3.5. So, Reverend, what did you give this film again? Sorry, I'm getting tired. What, what did you give this I'm film? I'm going five. I'm going five. You gave five. Re- but you went out of ten. I went out of five. Sorry. What do you give? Oh, I went out of ten. My, I guess mine is like 7.2. <laughs> okay okay understood understood okay that makes more sense that makes more sense all good all good okay because i was about yeah. to say did i rate this with the reverend uh, higher <laughs> for this type of film on this pod i, no, I, I you know what i feel like we all break right our own rules bit. we can do whatever the fuck we want to it's fine. oh absolutely yeah of course of course absolutely um yeah hmm this movie is is worth watching if you want to watch a bad movie. Straight mm-hmm. up and down. This is not a good movie. But That's well put. It is worth watching if you're into that type of horror film. Straight up and down. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going to put and, it over any further yeah. than that. <laughs> and it's available this on the It's literally fence. a movie where people get fucked to death. That's yeah. like, I mean... Yeah, it's the description that it deserves. It's exactly what is described as it's just a film where people get fucked and stuff. And uh, where do you find this sort of film? You can you can Tubi, watch this movie on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi is a is an app where you can fucking watch movies. There's a bit of uh, commercials in there, but it's a free app. Outside of that, I don't know where you can find it. So. Tubi is kind of a mecca for yeah. batshit insane yeah. movies that you can't find anywhere else. So it's not to be shot upon. Um, Absolutely. I found, um, I found Next of Kin uh, on Tubi. Right. I found Wake and Fright in Tubi. So it has older good stuff that can't, you can't find anywhere else because it wasn't put anywhere else as well. Tubi's collating all this unknown stuff, be it good or bad. It's a great resource. Yeah. Oh, you can find, you can find all types of black exploitation movies that I love sure. so much. I have them on VHS, but they don't play anymore. Like I find them on there. It's fucking yeah. amazing, dude. Actually, uh, Tubi, Tubi sponsor old. us. <laughs> yeah, a great right? sponsor for us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, this was my pick. I thank you guys for suffering through this. I know it's rough. It's this was not a fun movie to watch. It was not a fun movie to rewatch. But I think that was the purpose. 
but on a disgusting, gross, weird, kid rock, fucking American <laughs> version of it. <laughs> kid rock film. Yes. Thank you. Kid Thank rock you rock for fucking watching this with me. And we will see you guys next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.